most delightfully fascinating character in the realms of mystery, Charlie Chan. Charlie Chan had gone to Pine View to help Dudley Ward find a son he believed had been born to Landini after her separation from him. Landini refuses to talk, and while the house guests are watching the arrival of her plane, a shot rings out, and she is found murdered. Ward, Ryder, Romano, and Dr. Swan, Landini's ex-husbands, fall under suspicion, as does pretty Leslie Beaton and her brother Hugh, not to mention the aged Chinese servant, Ah Singh whose movements leave much to be explained. But now, the cook interjects a new element, as she discloses that Ireland, the pilot of Landini's plane, came close enough to the house to have shot Landini as she stood on the balcony. Yes, Sheriff. If Mr. Ireland, wonder pilot, does not return, we shall most certainly have to follow him and return him to scene of crime. While I recognize that Ireland did sweep close to the house and did have an opportunity to shoot Landini from the plane, still, do you think he had enough motive? Motive in different people is very different thing. Motive, which might motivate you to laughter, might in other person motivate to crime of killing. This killing, obviously committed in heat of passion. Therefore, person committing murder did so while unbalanced even so slightly. Yes, that's true, all right. Unfortunately, yes. Person who takes life of another is unbalanced, except when person does same in duty. Lots of murderers, though, have thought they were killing from a sense of duty. Might be that in this case. Then if duty were considered motive, we should be forced to look toward who? Yes. Yes, our Singh and, and Leslie, uh, Miss Beaton. That is right. However, to return to Wonder Pilot Island, it is possible that from his position in plane, assuming that he is not murderer, it is possible, I think, that he may have seen something which will be important clue. Come in. On a, on a posse, and Mr. Ward already go Lino. Anything you'd like to say or ask him before he go away? I do not think so, Ah Sing. I had lengthy talk with Mr. Ward. Nothing more to be added, I think. Uh, Mrs. Beaton, uh, she's speaking to me that suppose you're not too much busy, she like to say something. Yes. What else, Ah Sing? Oh, me all the time at work. Too much work in this place. But me, some time, I look to see Missy. Missy Beaton. Oh, she's scared. 
Too much scare you, Javi. Too much frightened. Again? Have her come to the study, I think. You, uh, yes. Better that you accompany her, I think. Oh, whatever you say, bossy. Me do. Mr. Ward, he's speaking to me, helping you all at one time. Very good, Singh. <laughs> Bring Miss Beaton here. Yeah. Quite a sudden change in Singh's attitude, eh, Inspector? Indeed, yes. He who acts for the Emperor is the Emperor. Mr. Ward's courtesy and helpfulness now descent like mantle upon shoulders of our Singh. I'm sure anxious about this Ireland business. If he's gone, gone for good, I mean. Then, matter will be in hands of government state. Mr. Ireland's failure to return could only be construed as one thing. Guilt. The sheriff. Yes, Inspector? Perhaps it is that. In this case, we are like persons who cannot see trees because of thickness of wood. Perhaps there are so many clues that we cannot find essential clues. Essential clue, eh? Yes. Uh, <laughs> expression of my friend Inspector Duff of Scotland Yard. One essential clue, he say, always more important than many non-essential clues. Go on, I'm waiting. Uh, think, Sheriff. Red lid on yellow box. Yellow lid on red box. Pink scarf with green costume. Miss Beaton's scarf in dead woman's hands. Maybe. Yes, maybe. Maybe person we so diligently but hopelessly seek is person of very poor eyesight. Doggone it, Inspector. I'll bet you've hit it. Now, let's see. Who wears glasses? Ireland doesn't. No. If that remark I made were correct in diagnosis, Mr. Ireland would be eliminated. Flyer cannot have poor eyesight. And Leslie, she doesn't wear glasses. Nor Mr. Romano, who reads musical score, which for conductor requires very good eyesight. He does not wear glasses. Probably Leslie. Come in. Well, me, me bling and Missy Beaton. Oh, come in, Miss Beaton. Sit down in this chair. It's more comfortable. Thank you, Mr. Holt. You would like to ask you any more questions, Mr. Chan? I do not think so, I think. Oh, what's the matter, you? Well, you don't like asking me, I think? You don't know see Cecilia backstairs? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think. I'm going to sing that. That sounded funny. What was it, Inspector Chan? I reminded us, Sing, that even parrots can learn sayings of Confucius. If same are repeated sufficient number of times, then I sing reply, but uh, I, I sing. You repeat, please, in English. Uh, Miss Picky, suppose you pull it too many times, tail feather of parrot, by and by, parrot he bite. Yes, no? <laughs> <laughs> I sing. Before you go, I have only one question to ask. Uh, I sing, he listen. What you like to know? Have you anything to tell us that you have not told us? Oh, no can tell. Be very poor policeman. No savvy what kind of question you like ask it. Me no can say. Not see nothing? Me go another bedroom? Yes, and... yes, thing. Yeah. I know. You yeah. go another bedroom for blanket for little dog trouble. Yeah. Huh. That would be all I think. Oh, a little more you come a lunchy. Too much work in this place. More better you come a lunchy in this time quick. <laughs> we should pay due attention 
your reproof has come to lunch when chime sounds, yes. I'm going to sing gig, I'll go listen to Oh, Miss Beaton, our saying told us that you were frightened again. I am. My room was searched. What? Yes. I had made some notes, written down everything as well as I could remember it, so that, so that if I were brought to trial, my attorney could have the benefit of the notes. You understand? Doggone smart thing to do. Extremely so. <laughs> Continue, Miss Beaton. The notes are gone. Gone, eh? Now, who would do a thing like that? Same person as perhaps opened letter addressed to Mr. Ryder. Meaning perhaps that Mr. Ryder is, was telling the truth after all. This invasion of Miss Beaton's personal affairs would tend to make it appear so. When did you discover your loss, Miss Beaton? This morning. I sat down to add something. And that something was, Miss Beaton? That last night, very late, or early this morning, I should say, I heard Ah Singh arguing with someone in the passageway. Oh, you probably heard Inspector Chan and me talking to him. No, I heard that, too. That was before that. You, uh, you do not know whose voice you heard? It is important, very important. Perhaps, who knows, most important clue to date. No, I, I admit that I tried to recognize it, but I couldn't. Listen. A plane. Can, can it be Ireland? Yes. It is. Look over the lake. Come, we will go to meet him. Miss Beaton, we will lay a little trap, you and I. Oh, yes. One does not catch butterflies with mouse trap. You will again write notes. But this time, tell no one. I will do telling. I, I guess Ireland's landed. I don't hear the plane. Oh, it is you, Monsieur uh, Holt and Monsieur Chan. Indeed, yes, to see you. <laughs> You came to welcome your husband. Maybe we. But yes, I have plenty to say to him. Hi, everybody. Mm, so, this time you do not make the circles, the dives, the loops. You do not make the show off. For why? There is no Landini. Why you no make show, same as before? Why, why, before, before... Well, I saw someone standing on the balcony. I came down to see who it was. You knew only too well who it was. Now, how could I? I thought maybe it was you. So I dropped down as close as I dared. Then I saw it was Landini. Mm. So then you did the stunt around, whisking neck to give her the thrill. Now, listen. I circled the field a few times to get my bearings. Oh, did you think this field was on the roof? Ah, you are one big fool. You are what you call infatuated with Landini. Reckless. Risk the life for her. I tell you, I was looking for the landing field. Then the lights flashed yeah, on. But did you land? No, you stunt again. Listen, I know what I was doing. I don't need any backseat driving. Your pardon, Miss Dylan. You circled the house how many times? Three times, Inspector. You saw Madame Landini three times? No, only twice. The last time I circled, she had gone. You do not have to tell that. We know it. When she had gone, there was no more looking for the landing field. No more of the stunt. You land. Landini was my boss. I was earning my pay. She didn't mean a thing to me. You were just jealous. Madder than a wet hen. Mad? Yes, I was mad. My husband carry on like fool. Oh, I was mad enough to kill her. Cecile. Indeed, yes. Cecile. Come, please. So sorry. But I think it's better you accompany Sheriff and me to the living room. Thank you so much. Well... 
Cecile's fiery temperament and quick tongue bring suspicion upon her. But we must not forget that Leslie Beaton saw Cecile leave the study, but did not see her return. We'll have to wait and see what Inspector Chan makes of this latest discovery. Inspector Chan, what philosophical saying have you for us tonight? I have been thinking of Cecile. Yes? Indeed, yes. Ancient saying has it that there is no such poison in the green snake's mouth as in jealous woman's heart. Also, person's most formidable enemy, his own quick temper and too ready tongue. Very true indeed, Inspector Chan. I'm sure everyone agrees with you. Thank you, and good night. Honor? as well as pleasure, Mr. Wilson.